When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album. I am the author of the book Tuesdays with Maury. The podcast is based and inspired on that book and the lessons I learned alongside my old college professor many years ago while he was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease and became the book Tuesdays with Maury. Uh, so much of that still resonates today. It's really quite incredible how many times in the course of a week, even sometimes in the course of a day, that I will speak to people who reference that book, reference things that Maury said that they are living by still, and I know I am as well, and today will be a further example of that. Alongside is my friend and co-host, Lisa Goich, as always. Hi, Lisa. Hello, Mitch. Happy uh, belated birthday. Well, thank you for that. My birthday was uh, this past weekend, and that actually is going to be a backdrop of what we're going to talk about today, not my birthday, per se, although... Oh, let's talk about your birthday. Well, it is... We do have (laughs) an interesting tradition, and so I thought that there there could be a way to sort of roll this in to kind of a perfect celebration kind of conversation. Now, it's inspired by the fact that one time when Maury was getting close to the end, I would say it was probably within a a month or so of him dying. And he was so ravaged by ALS, he couldn't move, obviously. he, But it, not just he couldn't get up and walk. I mean, his head needed to be turned from side to side just to be able to look at you. If he coughed, you would have to reach down his throat sometimes to pull the phlegm up because he didn't have enough strength to, to get it out. He'd have to turn him on his stomach and pound on his back to try to get him to uh, cough up things. And of course, he needed to be carried from place to place and placed on a on a commode uh, and cleaned up afterwards. And so really everything that you and I would call uh, normal life, you know, if you think of all the things that we do in the course of a day, brush our teeth and put on our clothes and button our shirts and comb our hair and shower and all those things. And think of those all as dominoes. Every act is a domino. He had all his dominoes knocked over. You know, they were all just right down. So I asked him one time, Lisa, I said, if you could have like one day where you could be healthy, just one 24-hour period, you're perfectly healthy, you have no limitations, what would sort of be your perfect day? You know, how would you fill it? And I, of course, anticipated, and I, I, I set it up. You know, hypothetical questions are only as good as the way you set them up. You have to make uh-huh. rules for them. They're like board games. If you don't have rules that you can't go around twice or you can't land on that square or whatever it is, then 
they're not the same. And so I gave him the rules of the thing. I said, you can do anything you want. You can mm-hmm. go anywhere you want. You can travel anywhere you want. Money is not an object. So this is really a perfect day of, you know, sky's the limit existence. Because otherwise <laughs> you start getting into, well, I'd like to go to Paris, but of course that's too expensive and I couldn't. So he had everything at his disposal. Mm-hmm. And this is the day that he described. Get up in the morning, do my exercises. Exercise my limbs, I used to do that every morning for my back and stuff. Get up, have a lovely breakfast of some kind of sweet rolls and uh, probably tea. I go for the health club for a swim and a jacuzzi. And It'll be around noontime then. Come home, have a nice lunch with delicatessen. And have all my friends come in, one, two at a time, talk about friends and family, talk about love, how we care about each other, uh, what we meant to each other. Then have a great dinner. I don't know what it would be exactly. Uh, maybe go to this lovely restaurant where you can get great pasta, something like that. Or duck, I love duck. Whatever the meal, and then go out dancing the rest of the night with great dance parties. Mm-hmm. Just dance free until I'm exhausted and go home and have a deep, deep sleep. That would be my day. Well, there you go. So there you go. That That's a beautiful day. And who wouldn't want yeah. to have a day like that? But I did say to him, that's your perfect day? I mean, that sounds like a good day back at home, back at the ranch. Sounds like a good Wednesday or a good Saturday. But you're getting to sort of pick anything that you want, anything that you want. This is it. It's rather mundane. And he said to me, well, that's the point. And, of course, Maury was so much smarter than I was. And I realized what he was saying was, for him, he had already found contentment and satisfaction in a perfect day that was utterly attainable, totally attainable. There's nothing on that list that he couldn't do. There's nothing on that list that he hadn't already done. A- exercised, had nice breakfast, sweet rolls and tea. It's not exactly like caviar Duck. from Russia or something. Go to the health club. Health club's always open. Swim in jacuzzi. That's easy. Come home, have a nice lunch of delicatessen. No problem there. Have his friends come in and talk to one another. Then have a great dinner. Duck, yeah, like you say, pasta. Then go dancing. All of that could be done without going more than probably five miles from his house. Yep. There was no magic carpet ride. There was nothing that took him someplace that only the magic of the equation would allow him to go, right? And that was his point, that he didn't need any of that, that he was happy with the possible. He was happy with the possible within his world. But of course, this had become impossible for him 
because he was so limited. So he couldn't get up yeah. and do exercises. He couldn't he couldn't swim. He couldn't do a jacuzzi. He couldn't go to restaurants. He certainly couldn't dance. So for him, all those things that were just so plain and mundane, he just wanted to do one more time. Well, so how does that inform what we're talking about today? So we've already talked, I think it was about a year and a half ago, we did the show on The Perfect Day. But I'm talking about a celebration now. So let's talk about parties. Let's talk about big events, be they an anniversary party, a 50th birthday party, retirement party, wedding shower, uh, even the wedding itself, anything that has been sort of bloated up to be a big event, all right? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, Lisa, all of our audience out there, how many of those things do you go to or how many of those things have you organized that you were hoping for one kind of feeling, one kind of outcome going into it. This is going to be so great. This is going to be so amazing. And when it was over, you didn't have that feeling. Has that uh, happened to you in things that you've planned, parties that you've planned? Kind of all of them. <laughs> all of them. It's hmm. never is. it's never is. I don't think, I mean, I'm not a big partier, you know, I don't, right. uh, I don't love large gatherings of any sort. I always feel kind of, uh, you know, who do I talk to? I'd rather just right. sit at my table. Right. I miss my mommy, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, and when I have parties here, it's stressful to have a party. You know, when you actually have a gathering, you're always worried about, are they having fun? Are right. they having fun? Is the food good? Is the food hot? Is it, you know, what's happening? I mean, you can have people that help you at your party, but even right. so, I'm still always worrying about why isn't this out yet? Why didn't this? I, I am kind of right. maybe not the best person to ask, but it's very well, stressful. Well, actually, no, you are the best person to ask because what you are saying is that by the end of the party, you've put out a lot more in the way of stress than you have in enjoyment. And I'm sure there were some of them that didn't go the way that you thought whether you hosted them yourselves or that, uh. or you went to one and you end up saying, you know, that wasn't like, I didn't have that great a time or that wasn't such a great thing or mm -hmm. why, why boy, you know, for such a big moment, it kind of fell short or that, that kind of creeped me out or that was a weird thing or why did they have that food or all that. And, and so I would venture to say that most big blown up events tend to underperform in our minds. We tend to be disappointed mm -hmm. And we wouldn't end up calling them the perfect day, the perfect celebration, the perfect party. We wouldn't. We'd still, we'd try to plan another one a year later that somehow was going to fix the mistakes. Be more perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and it's really, it really happens, I think, too, with things like prom, you know, for kids. You spend right. your whole high school life. Right. Uh, oh, the prom. Oh, my right. God. My prom was awful. Right. You know, and I just, it was... Uh, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but it just wasn't fun. Weddings, another example. Mm -hmm. People spend so much money on weddings, and they wouldn't do TV shows about horrible brides and horrible weddings if it wasn't like an Common. epidemic. Right, right. With, uh, the with things weddings. That, yeah, don't deliver what you're expecting them to deliver. Oh, God. The you're, people you're right. Dress, you're right about both stuff. of those events. Same thing for uh, <laughs> the 
40th birthday party or the uh, surprise party that you were going to have for somebody. A lot of those Mm -hmm. don't go the way that people wanted them to go. So why is that? All right. Why is it so commonplace? Why is it that your response was pretty much all of them don't live up to it? So let me share with you the story of this birthday that I just spent and how I sort of came to these conclusions. So I was like a lot of people years ago. Um, birthday came, it was, well, let's have a birthday party. Let's have an event. We got to invite this one. We got to invite that one. We got to invite that one. If we invite that one, we got to invite that one. We got to invite one, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the other And, problem. uh, okay, we'll have them over. We'll, we'll, we'll have to cook something. We'll have to get some food. Uh, what are we going to do? You know, we have to get drinks. Well, but we don't drink. Yes, but other people drink. And so we have to get all that. And it, it started to become all those sort of chores or we'll have it at this mm. place. We'll rent the place. We'll, Get it, mm. but we have to invite this and this one. And this one can't come now. Or this one's saying they're not coming now. Uh, I can't believe they're already, not coming. We went to I'm theirs. Now they're angsty. not coming. Yeah. So <laughs> you're making anyway, me angsty. <laughs> yeah. But somewhere around twenty. Uh, sorry about that. I have a tums here for you. Uh, somewhere about twenty years ago, um, I just decided that I guess my wife wants to ask me. Uh, well, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I said, you know, I don't want to party and I don't want to have a lot of people over and like, wow, we're just here for your birthday and now that's it. And I always end up feeling like I'm letting them down. Like that's not enough. Of a oh, jeez. So what about, I said, if you really want to know, I would like to eat <laughs> all the food that I don't eat during the year. I'd like to get that out of my system on one day and have a built-in excuse as to why to do it, make it my birthday. And I tend to eat very healthy during the year. I, I, I avoid sweets. I avoid fried foods. I never have junk food. And, and so, you know, for, I'm very nerdy that way when it comes to food, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I said to Janina, what I'd like to do is just start, start going to like the junk place. Like I'd like to go get uh, ice cream and I'd like to go get big thing of pasta and I'd like to go get some really bad for you pizza and some things like that. And that's what we did. And we invited a couple people and we went and we had a great time because there were no expectations of anything. And then the next year we t- talked about it. A few more people came along with us. And the next year, a few more people came along that we switched locations. We kind of went, we got out of Michigan and we went to Atlantic City one year. We went to oh, Philadelphia geez. one year, went to New York one year, went to Boston one year, went to Chicago one year, Cleveland one with- year. With the people, right? You you travel with the crowd, yes? You yeah, bring the- that's the whole thing. The crowd got bigger and bigger uh-huh. to the point that at one 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 of them we had was well over 20 people. And we couldn't all yeah. go in the same car anymore, so we rented a bus. And we got a little bus, <laughs> and we all got on it, and we just and, – and, and what happened was, instead of it being like, isn't this an amazing – house party moment you know you're coming in and there's no way i mean there's people just coming over your house and and you're just kind of looking at you happy birthday buddy happy you know slapping you on the back and after you say that what is there to say instead of that we just did something that was fun Mm -hmm. no presents no cards necessary no anything like that uh we just did something that was fun something i like to do but that i shared with my liking to do it was I didn't just get to do it myself because it's my birthday. I shared it with everybody else, and they kind of came along, got into the spirit. And so we would go, for example, in the morning, 
we'll go for, to like the, some great, fantastic breakfast place. We, we only go to like the high rated ones. We look them up in the cities, you know, best, uh-huh. <laughs> best this, best that, best this, that. But then we test the theory to see if it's that good. So we'll go to the best omelet place. We'll have omelets, best pancake place. We'll have pancakes. Um, I always start the day with a bowl of cocoa puffs because that's something I would never eat except I loved them when I was a kid. <laughs> I eat them one day a year. I have cocoa puffs with chocolate milk. And then, um, you know, we find the best bakery and we go eat macaroons or cakes or whatever. We'd find the best pizza place, the best fried chicken, the best uh, macaroni and cheese, the best. <laughs> th- this past one, we found the best milkshakes and it was like a tie. The best milkshakes in the state of Michigan and one place, another. We went to both of them. <laughs> we went oh both places goodness. and had milkshakes at both places to try it out. But it's fun. There's no expectations. And I just invited people who I love. It wasn't like, well, yeah, I should invite my boss from work or I should invite the coworker here or someone who I've known for a long time. I don't really see him very much anymore, but they'll find out that the other. This was just a um, like, hey, whoever's around, hop on the bus. And you got mm-hmm. people who really wanted to be there and they I love them. They loved me. We had a great time just doing something together. It wasn't about putting on the show. It was about we're all going to go through this together. We're going to experience right. this food chase together. We're going to stand online in these places together. We're going to walk around the cities with our ice cream cones together. And it became this relaxed thing. It didn't even have a start and a finish. It, well, it had a start. It'd be there around eight, but most people, by the time they got there, might have been nine. And then it was just get on the mm-hmm. bus and, and we'll just go and we'll go until we don't want to go anymore. And That's with fun. All, with all of that stress off and with all of that planning off and with all of that organization off, to just do something, number one, that you enjoy and makes you happy and comfortable. And think about it. How many how many people really say what they really enjoy is having to dress up, go into <laughs> their living room, hold up drinks and talk to one another, uh, no. you know, and go over and blow out candles on a bir- birthday cake. Would you really say you really no. enjoy that? Or would you just say, well, that's what you do when it's your birthday? Well, I'm saying that there's other things you can do when it's your birthday. And this is what we do. And this is how we celebrate it. But it's also important to have the people there who you love and like, and not the people there who you feel that you have to. You really want to have a perfect yeah. party. Make sure the guest list is perfect. And that meaning, you know, you don't want anybody there who doesn't love you and that you don't love back. Uh, because then in any mm-hmm. given moment, you know, they, they grab an arm around you or throw an arm around you or give you a kiss on the cheek or whatever, and everybody's happy to see you. And then make sure you leave lots of time for conversation, lots of interaction time of conversation. You saw how Maury said, you know, his perfect day would be people just coming in two at a time, talking about friendship and family and love and how they care about one another. And what we meant to one another. Those are the subject yep. matters. Not who's going to win the World Series or, you know, what mm-hmm. do we think of the inflation rate or anything like that. Just talking about love, talking about who's in the room and who you want to uh, express your love for. That's a, that's a great conversational topic. And so between those things and the fun thing to do, be it eat or be it whatever, you start to create a relaxation Mm-hmm. that people aren't so tensed up about having the yes. perfect party, right? You've seen that, Lisa? 
Yeah. Well, then it's casual too. You know, to keep it as casual as possible, I think is the best bet because the more not casual it is, uh, the more stress enters into the picture, I find. Right. Um, getting dressed up, that's a problem. Uh, you know, high heels, please don't right. even. Uh, getting dressed up in your own house is always weird anyway. And I probably will never have a party in my own house again of over four people. You know what hmm. I mean? Like, Which is really just, just a lunch at that point. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. I'd rather we just go to a restaurant and have somebody else take care of it for us mm-hmm. or uh, like you do, hop on a bus. I've never right. done that. And I, I do have a question. I know this is a little, that's not really off topic, but... I've wondered this. Do you train for this day? Do hmm. you do you have to like not eat the day before? Do you? No. I would I used throw to think up that. by lunch. I used like. to think that. But uh, actually, if you don't eat the day before, your stomach is actually smaller and you have a harder time eating that day. So uh, you get oh. filled faster. So no, we, so we, have we might like- even carbo load. There might be people out there carbo loading. <laughs> no, I don't really do much the day before. You know, I, I, I mean, I try not to eat badly anyhow in the regular days so i certainly wouldn't have dessert the night Mm -hmm. before because what's the point you're gonna have desserts all day long but what makes it fun is that everybody is there that you care about and you're surrounded by people that you care about again this goes to maury saying i would just have people come in my friends come in one or two at a time talk about friends and family talk about love how we care about each other that would be part of a great day. Well, who wouldn't want to do that? Mm-hmm. And th- I like the two, the one or two friends at a time. That's also mm-hmm. good. You know, the problem is when you have parties at your house and you have different friend sets at your parties who don't necessarily, you know, like let's say I invite people from work, then I invite my girlfriend circle, then we invite Teddy's friends section. You know, you'll have like five different groups of people that don't right. really know each other and i right. spend all my time worrying about are they having fun are they talking to them right. are they i like it separate that's a good idea on maury's part couple friends at a time sh- ship them in and out <laughs> during the day <laughs> okay you're done that's what i'm gonna do i hope you enjoyed the next- party you can exit yeah. that way thank you next then- year next, next year i'm having a big birthday like a, it's a landmark birthday next year. So, well, that's why uh, having a an event that you just do together is more fun mm-hmm. than hosting mm-hmm. a big party thing. An event that you do together enables everybody to experience it together. So we all get out and get the pretzels from the guy on the corner. We all get out and buy the ice cream cones, and then we stand around, you know, walking up and down the streets, licking the ice cream cones and enjoying it, enjoying that whole thing together. And then there's another element of it, and we found this yesterday. We came upon some lakes and uh, some beautiful treat areas and parks and things in these different areas we were, and we ended up walking around a lot of that. And it turns out that on Maury's perfect day, after he gave me that whole run-through, he asked if he could uh, make a change. (laughs) I said, make a change in your perfect day? You want to edit this? Yeah, yeah, I want to add something. And so he added this. To get into nature, to go for a ride into the country and really appreciate what is given to us, which we so take for granted, which I have a little bit of as I look outside on these trees. I would like to go out into a long walk, you know, on a little path. You'd have the trees and the birds and the lake. And you just 
taken God's gift to humanity, you know, something that we don't create, but is there for us. And it's just miraculous. Each year it disappears and it comes back again, year after year after year. And there's something quite marvelous about that. So what Maury is saying there is that nature should be part of a great celebration. It should be part of a great day, a perfect day. And I agree that for a party, you know, what was great about this thing that we did on the weekend was we were on a bus, but we got off the bus and we just wandered around and we found parks and, and parks that had large ponds in them and, and small lakes. And you could walk all along them and you could, you know, feed the fish or, or, uh, or, or look at the animals. But it was just like that was part of the day, part of – that's what's hard to do when you're in a city. But when you're out like where we are here, you can be in the city or you can be done with the city and just kind of wander back and forth. And it, it, it's just a great element of, of what you want to have happen on a perfect day. And so I and highly recommend whatever you do, if you do the food thing or whatever, go outside as well, yeah. you know, include that. Because there's something about nature, sunny day, you know, can just make a party 10 times better. Have you ever been to like a wedding, an outside wedding when it was uh, cloudy and humid mm -hmm. and then an outside wedding when it was just gorgeous weather? And the weddings themselves weren't that much different when everyone was gorgeous. Well, oh, it's such a beautiful wedding. Well, it's, it's a beautiful wedding in a beautiful setting and with yeah. beautiful nature. And that does play a big part in it. Yeah, it does. And when you do this, uh, like say you're going to walk along the lake, does the whole busload of people come yep. with you? Uh, everybody yep. goes, right? We all just get out and say, let's walk around the lake. And we go walk around the lake. We walked around when we went to Chicago. We walked around everything there. We went to Pittsburgh one year, had a great time there, walked all the way over this big bridge that they have. I have a lot of bridges in Pittsburgh and up a hill and then back down again. And it was great. You know, it was just great to see Fun. water and trees and it does put you in the right mood, you know? And this is Did something that maybe people don't... No, the, no, the, bus, dri the, bus, the bus driver drove. I mean, the bus... I mean, not you, but yeah. So the bus, yeah, but when you go to Pittsburgh, to Pittsburgh, did you take right. the bus to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, that's super fun. Did you do yeah. the same thing to New York? Did no, you New York, New York, we flew. We didn't, that was in the earlier days and we didn't have that many people. So I think we okay. took about seven or eight people to New York. Same okay, thing that's for Atlantic more, yeah. City. But no, to Chicago and to Cleveland and to Pittsburgh and to up north uh, in Michigan, northern Michigan, we, we just had the bus. And, uh, you know, you have, you have fun on the bus, too. So this is all yeah. part of this, you know, when you make a perfect get-together, pick the right settings. Don't be formal about it. Pick things that, uh, that lend themselves to your uh, conversation and relaxed way around one another. The most fun of these events, I have to tell you, Lisa, isn't stuffing your face with a milkshake or Oreo popcorn and macaroni or macaroni mm. and cheese. It's sitting on the bus knowing that you're kind of captive for the day. You're not going mm -hmm. anywhere else. You, you, you can't go anywhere else. And you're just there talking with people that you really like. It's a little group yeah. over here, a big group over there, and you're just talking with them. And that part of it is fantastic. And, and it's just those small things. That, so, so, again, this goes against that party planning thing and the wedding coordinator and all the rest of it. But if you incorporate a scene where people have a purpose for being there, but it's casual 
and you've set it up with so much time and so much the room or the bus, so to speak, is mm -hmm. is always doing something. And so why wouldn't you talk on it and, and relax with everybody? And when you put all those elements into play, bring some nature into it, you know, uh, uh, and 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 don't force anybody's hand. I think you can have a fantastic experience. And I think if if people were to say, you know, describe the perfect party that you ever went to, and you thought back long and hard about what was a great party, probably mm -hmm. there was the one where you were the most relaxed, where, there, where everybody mm -hmm. was the most casual, most relaxed, doing things that you just kind of enjoyed in an everyday sense. And that yeah. would end up being the the greatest the greatest day, you know. Remember, we talked about uh, Maury saying the perfect day was nothing more than breakfast and sweet rolls and tea and a health club and a nice lunch and talking to friends and a nice dinner and going dancing and talking to friends some more. That's it. I think you could put I that agree. together for about $7.85 that whole day. <laughs> but that was his idea of a perfect day. And I think there's, lo there's a lot to be learned from that. Even from you know a perspective of a perfect party or perfect get together, don't hold yourself up and be disappointed when a formal party doesn't make you feel great. Because yeah. sometimes it takes an informality to make you feel great. Sometimes what makes you feel great is when things happen to you, not when you affect the change yourself. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm all for it. I'm already going to start planning my sixtieth. Oh, I just told you what, what year I'll be in a year, but that's yeah, okay. I, I think people figured that one out. I don't know. <laughs> well, it could have been my big one. It could have well, been 70. I just no, look really good no, for no. my age. I don't um, think so. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's, so that's what we wanted to share with you today is you're taking some some lessons. You know, it's extrapolating this perfect day, but, but extrapolating it into, um, you know, a perfect get-together, a perfect afternoon, a perfect party. Th that would be it. And while you don't have to go for the duck, you don't have to have the swimming, but there's just there's just so many ways to have a great get together that don't involve anything fancy, caterers, yeah. fancy clothes, or anything like that. And and I'm here to prove it. I think good Maury, friends. Yeah, Maury knew that. And the the big key is yeah, good friends and family. You can get through anything. Good you know, food. The, the worst situation will become a laugh. The worst restaurant will become a joke, but it'll right. work. Yeah. So take that with you as you party plan, because I know a lot of people are starting to get back together, Memorial Day weekend parties and Fourth of July weekend parties. And uh, I think people people are looking forward to trying to figure out how to celebrate. But don't overdo the formality of it. Learn something from what happened here. And yeah, have the, par have the time of your life. But don't hold back on your end in terms of your participation or your stories or your other things that bring to it. Uh, and yeah, let us know if you throw one and you have a great one. We'd like to hear yeah. about it. You can always make also, a comment yeah, tell here. Us. Yeah, tell us about how yeah. your party went. Yeah, those of yeah. you having barbecues this weekend, Memorial Day or whatever, you can apply some of this and see if it works. Let Good us know friends. on our group page. That would be yeah. great. How do you celebrate? What's a great celebration to you? I just had it. Okay. <laughs> I can't do that Not again. You, to them, to them. Yeah. What are, what are oh, our yeah. listeners? Gra yeah. What's a great, a great celebration, celebration to, our to our you? Listeners? Yeah, yeah. Tell us. What's the best party that you ever attended? The best celebration you ever attended, and what made it so? And I'll bet mm -hmm. what made it so was the relaxed and casual part of it, not the 
unbelievable fireworks that we are the circus right. trainer we hired or we had an elephant or you know i don't think any of that really is what makes it so perfect day extrapolated to a perfect party all right until we find out how you did have a great memorial day weekend everybody and enjoy getting back together a lot of states are sort of lifting the uh, restrictions right around this time hopefully people will be able to get together and will appreciate in light of that how long it's been since they just had a casual get-together party and we'll we'll just say that'll be enough we don't need to you know make something really fancy here so tell us how it is have a great weekend and we'll be back before you know it until then on behalf of my partner lisa goitz i'm mitch album saying see you next tuesday thank you for listening to tuesday people to be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday People. <laughs>